This episode of Policing Matters is sponsored by Kenwood. We are committed to providing modern turnkey critical communication solutions for today and the future. Hello and welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to Policing Matters on PoliceOne.com. I'm your host, Jim Dudley. Well, 2020 was an incredible year for anyone in law enforcement. We've been talking about health and fitness and talking with those experts. We've interviewed doctors and sleep professionals to try to get the best support possible for our law enforcement professionals. Still, we all know the adage that having a good partner is what we need most, And my guest today is a star of social media with a huge presence on Instagram and Facebook, all to show support for her law enforcement husband and the families in law enforcement. She has a following of partners, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends of police officers, all with a common goal of supporting their loved one in law enforcement. She goes by the handle Proud Police Wife. Is that right? Proud police yeah. wife? It's proud P wife only because proud police wife was taken when I originally, but if you search proud police wife, my handle is the first one that comes up. Okay. All right. So welcome to Policing Matters, Rebecca Lynn. Thank you so much. I am so honored to come on and talk with you today. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you. I mean, I, I, you're, I'm following you on Instagram and I see your really positive and sometimes silly messages. Uh, I know you're doing TikTok now. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you're starting off 2021 with a positive outlook and attitude. And uh, it's great to see uh, somebody address the families and the support systems of our law enforcement officers. How'd you, how'd you get into that? Thank you. Well, really, um, so my husband and I are high school sweethearts. We've been together for 20 years, and he has been in law enforcement for 14. So we've been through kind of all all these milestones in life together. So I know what it was like when we first started. And originally, when my husband became an officer, I looked for resources for spouses and for families because, you know, your relationship goes through changes, not all of them are bad per se, but it still made me question with what we were going through. Was it quote unquote normal? Was it normal that, um, you know, I would get a text message on my way that he would say on my way home. And then he still wouldn't come home for two hours. Or, um, you know, I saw just different changes in our relationship and having to deal with the schedule and, you know, things like that. So not necessarily all bad, but I wanted to know that what I was going through that other people had experienced as well. And I did meet spouses from my husband's department, but I didn't necessarily feel comfortable at the time, just like, you know, word vomiting and asking them all these questions right off the bat. So so I didn't, in my years of, you know, searching, I didn't really find anything. Like I Google things and there would be you know, a few police wife resources, but then they would dwindle and they weren't posting anymore, or there just really wasn't anything consistent. Um, And I was at the time, um, my background is in education. So I was teaching and 
you know, we made it work. But finally, after um, about seven years of teaching, and we had our second child, I decided to stay home. But I really was feeling on my heart that it was time for me to kind of build something of my own to help these spouses, because I was still seeing and talking with newer spouses, and they all were saying the same thing. Where can I get resources for this? Where can I get support for this? So I kind of knew just from a small population locally that other people needed resources too. So I um, started my blog, proudpolicewife.com. I, at the time, did not have Instagram or Facebook yet. I thought, okay, let me just write and see how it goes. Um, And I think it was my second article got shared by by National Police Wives Association. Um, So thank you to them. But it it, um, went, you know, for me, viral. So it got um, about 200,000 views in four days. And so which that doesn't matter in the sense, I don't care about the number. It was just, it showed me that people wanted to read this and people needed support. Sure. And it resonated with people. It did. And so I had all these people, you know, reaching out and I was sort of overwhelmed because I was like, well, I just wrote my, you know, second article. Like I wasn't, you know, I didn't feel um, at the time, this was four years ago, like qualified now to kind of, message with all these wives. And, but over time, you know, my confidence grew and it's just kind of grown from there. Um, just started with the blog and then I started the Facebook page and, um, Instagram. And then within the last two years started the conference. So, um, it just kind of, you know, started from there, just feeling like I wasn't alone. And I wanted to find a way to bring these resources. And if I didn't have the experience or the resources myself, then I wanted to find them and, you know, be able to connect these wives and family members with other resources like National Police Wives or whomever. Yeah. And, you know, as you describe your your own uh, family and, and your relationship with your husband, it's it's not that different from so many other police families out there. So it makes sense. And and since following you, I've probably been um, contacted by so many more uh, police wives and families of law enforcement uh, to support. I think that's awesome. And, you know, I think sometimes I think about the the caricature of, uh, you know, cop barbecues where everybody's uh, wearing their off-duty cop, you know, everybody's wearing web belts and stuff like that. But I I, I know we should uh, have some diversity in our lives and have people that are outside of law enforcement, um, as long as, you know, you build that trust. So beyond that, you created this, this support system where you and others can talk about the things that, you know, the fears you may have or the concerns, or does this sound right? Um, and, and I'm wondering what's, what's been the outreach to you? Have people contacted you individually? Absolutely. Um, I probably get between 300 to 500 messages a week, whether it's via email or um, DM. Um, so I, I, and I can't, possibly um, 
kind of answer all of them at this point. I try. Um, but when I can't answer them, what I do is try to look at commonalities between, you know, questions or concerns that other spouses or family members may have. And that's when I'll write an article about it so mm. that, you know, they're getting some sort of answer, whether it may not be me directly, but that kind of helps me come up with content so that, um, because chances are if they have that question or two people have that question, many others have that question sure. too. Um, but I want them to just know that, you know, yes, there are um, challenges, unique challenges to law enforcement, but it's not all bad. There are things that are funny. There are things that are just unique, um, funny as in, you know, we always talk about the black socks on the floor or um, they leave their uh, lunchbox or their Tupperware, you know, in their patrol car for days. And, you know, just little silly things that can bring us together to, that make us realize that, you know, this is not, it's not all bad. It's not, um, you know, scary that some of the wives will, you know, have scary stories of, you know, oh, well, my spouse learned this in, in the academy that we might have, you know, a high divorce rate or high this. And, you know, a lot of the times things are myths that they hear. So I want them to know that, okay, this is the actual research behind this. And um, there are thousands of other couples going through this too. And this is how we can get through it together. Yeah. And I think you do reach out to an awful lot of people. Um, we'll, we'll get to it at the end. You can, you can give the, the directions, your website at the end of this broadcast, but I mean, you have so many resources and, um, and, and things people can take from your website uh, and share. I think that's awesome. So how, how have you evolved? So you've been doing this for four years now, what's different now than when you started, what'd you learn along the way? So I learned that one, I can't be everything for everybody. Um, I had to kind of give myself a little bit of grace because in the beginning, I, you know, someone would answer a question I'm like, Oh, let me write a blog post about that right now. And like, you know, do all these things. So I've had to kind of pace myself as I've grown, but um, you know, it, it evolved just from having the um, website and adding resources and support there. And I feel incredibly thankful that um, I've been able to form relationships with so many different organizations and businesses that are pro-police um, or nonprofits that are, that are supportive so that I can um, form a relationship with them, learn what they're about, and be able to share them with our community because a lot of times resources are out there, but people don't know about them mm -hmm. or they might be localized. They might hear about them locally, but not on a national level. So that's been wonderful. Um, and then just evolving to being able to reach um, more spouses, wives, um, you know, girlfriends, whomever, um, just we've grown tremendously the past four years and the reach has grown, which is incredible. Um, and then I came out with a book actually two years ago, and then I have another book coming out. Um, it's slated to come out either, um, late summer, early fall, which is actually, um, my first one is a journal for police wives or girlfriends. And this one is uh, a 90 day devotional for, um, the wives behind the badge. 
Nice. So, um, so yeah, it's just, it's really evolved over the course of four years, um, especially with the conference too. So I do a conference for police wives, but we also spouses often lis- listen in as well. Um, and we, we touch on a number of topics anywhere from um, like finances and insurance and things like that related to law enforcement. Do they need it? And things like that all the way to dealing with um, critical incidents and how you can provide support to your spouse and yourself if you're going through something traumatic. So, you know, there's a wide range of topics and that's um, every year in, in April. Nice. And that's virtual. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Yes, it is virtual, which we've been doing virtual way before virtual was the cool thing to do this year. <laughs> um, so we've been virtual for the last two years and then it'll remain virtual. That way we can reach as many spouses as possible. Mm-hmm. And all of our interviews are pre-recorded. So that way the registrants can listen to them on their own time, because we know that, you know, time is um, hard to come by these days and it can be hard when you want to listen with your spouse and don't have the same schedule. So this way both parties can listen whenever they want. That's terrific. Well, Let's hold on for a second. I'd like to pause and uh, acknowledge and thank our sponsors and be right back. At Kenwood, we make sure first responders have mission-critical radio systems that work, no matter what. When the mission is critical, no one has time for complexities or static or system failures. It has to work perfectly in the worst conditions. That's why Kenwood focuses on innovating, developing, and implementing the highest quality secure communication solutions to organizations whose mission is to protect and save lives. We ensure you will always have the lifeline you need when you need it. We make safe simple. Visit us online at www.efjohnson.com. And we're back, and I'm Jim Dudley with Policing Matters, and I'm talking with Rebecca Lynn. She's the proud police wife, or in some circles, proud P-wife. And uh, we're talking about support systems for law enforcement officers and their families. And your your attitude and your your outlook has been just so positive. And, you know, sometimes... Uh, you show the downside of uh, the spouse, um, you know, from from trying to take care of all the other duties at home, especially, you know, with 2020 being the big COVID hit year. So what's been the hardest part of 2020 for you? I think the hardest part is that it's really hard when you're struggling yourself to help other people. Mm-hmm. So obviously this year was hard on me too, just like it is for everybody else. And sometimes it's hard to be that support system for other people when they're kind of waiting for you to answer or waiting um, to see like, okay, is she going to come on her stories or she's going to do a blog post about this? Like we're waiting to see um, what her take is on it. And sometimes um, I just had to let myself just process just like everybody else this year Mm -hmm. and not put pressure on myself that I had to give an answer or I had to respond or had to make a, you know, statement um, in any sort of way, because this year was hard on me too, it was hard on my family too. 
So, um, you know, it's just difficult sometimes when you're, you're processing yourself to be able to give advice to someone else. Um, that was difficult, but also, um, just seeing this huge shift of, um, negative culture or negative climate towards law enforcement. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, my husband's been in for 14 years. We've seen it before. Um, it's not like it's incredibly new and we feel that we see this a little bit around election time. You know, we've experienced that before, but this year felt a much heavier. Um, this year was, a lot more than what any of us have experienced. And I mean, I've talked to veteran wives that said, gosh, even after, you know, 30 years, this was the hardest year. And I think it's, you know, coupled with many things. One, we were, you know, experiencing COVID, trying to make that, you know, navigate that and had just having so much on our plates. It's hard to get through all of it. But um, just seeing so much of what our spouses go through and knowing that we not we can't necessarily fix it, mm-hmm. we just can be there to support them and let them know we're here to talk, we're here to listen whenever they're ready. But we don't we can't always have an answer to fix things, and um, that can be hard sometimes. It's hard to just sit back and try to be positive while also working through your emotions. Yeah. Well, you've done a good job of uh, self-motivation and bouncing back. I, like I said, I have seen some of the sort of the low points um, that you acknowledge, which I think is is also healthy. Um, but you, you you certainly seem to bounce right back. Thank you. Well, I try to just find a balance that, you know, I don't want to be negative all the time. Who wants to get on and listen to somebody, you know, complain all the time? I know I don't. Um, but you know, I do want to be real with them that I'm experiencing things too. Um, so that I ask for grace if I can't, um, you know, respond to their messages or what have you, Mm -hmm. but I try to be real that some days are heavier for me than others. And, but I also want to give them encouragement that, um, this is, you know, this is a season, this is a chapter, not our entire story. Um, this is not, which is ironically what my post is about today, but, um, this is not forever and we will get through this. And, you know, sometimes we just need to be reminded of, you know, coping mechanisms or tools or strategies when we're going through difficult times. Mm -hmm. And then it's also a good reminder to just know we we're not alone. Yeah. Well, that's important. So you have a presence, uh, people know you, uh, you're probably building every day. And yet on your, your webpage, uh, you've got a link to a, um, a way to maintain privacy. So for yourself and the, the recommendation for others, um, how do you do that? How do you maintain privacy as well? Well, obviously being a law enforcement fan, family, um, it's incredibly important to have privacy. We don't want someone to just go out there and, you know, see our officer, you know, have an encounter with our, with our officer and then go Google their last name. That would be terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's really important when I started this, my husband and I talked about boundaries. Like it was really important for us to have boundaries in place. And he supported me being able to give this encouragement and support, but at the same time, we needed boundaries for his job and where we live 
and our children. So, because this is, this is about, this is basically my work. This is my job and what I do, not his and not our kids. So, um, so I don't share things like my last name and I have a lot of, um, you know, different privacy, um, um, things in place on like Facebook doesn't have quite as many, but all the ones that they have, I do have enabled, but Instagram has a little bit more where you can block certain, you know, phrases and words. So you're not getting a lot of the trolls and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like Facebook, for example, like if you have a Facebook page, you can change the URL. So it doesn't link to, um, your actual name and things like that. Um, but then we also use a company to take um, our personal information off the top 30 search sites Mm -hmm. um, off of Google. And so that way, if someone does go to Google us, then um, they're not going to see that information. So, and that's called officer privacy. So we've been using that for a while. And that's one thing that we, we highly recommend too, because it really does make a huge, huge difference. um, When this, when, things got real heated back in like March timeframe and in, into May, I had a blog post that, um, went crazy viral and, um, I had reporters reaching out many reporters daily reaching out, asking to follow our family, asking to, um, you know, do interviews with me and how can we contact you? So they contacted all through email, but I even had one say, man, I looked you up and I couldn't even find your information. Well, that's exactly what I want. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's working. uh, So it worked, which is great. Um, Email is basically, unless it's like social media, the only way that they can contact. So it's just important to have those boundaries. And it's not to scare anybody, but until you kind of have a, you know, a run in with something or it's almost like it's not in your mind sometimes, but I think being married to police officers, we know more risks sometimes that are out there than, than the average citizen. Sure. Yeah. I've written about it, uh, about privacy and uh, being able to maintain your privacy and, and the issue of should officers have to live in the cities that they police. And I think that, you know, if you need to, or if you want to, that you should be able to move outside the, the city that you right. police in for just those reasons. I mean, when my my two sons now in law enforcement were were small, I, I did encounter people I had arrested right. uh, off duty with my my child. And luckily, you know, there, there was a, a boundary drawn and, you know, so after some suggestion, um, you know, they, they, right. They backed off, but uh, those are scary situations. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, to maintain the privacy, I think that's a great it's a great thing, and um, that's a useful uh, link on your your website. Thank you. So you, I noticed that you do have uh, links with other organizations from the website, and um, I'm wondering how you partner with them. Are are you using them to get the message out, or are they tapping into your blogs? How's that work? Um, a number of ways. Typically, they um, contact me, and um, a few of them I've, you know, run across myself and I've contacted. But um, a lot of times, I will will just set up a Zoom call. We'll learn more about each other. I learn more about their organization, and typically, they ask for me to add them to like the resources section of my website. Mm. 
Um, and so this and another way is like I do email blasts too. So I have, you know, newsletter subscribers and I will share about them in um, those emails. Um, it, it could be Facebook, it could be Instagram, but most of the time it's uh, me sharing about them. But one thing that I'm really big on is I will not share about a brand or a company or organization unless we know, use, and trust them ourselves. So it's really important to me to take the time to research them and get to know them. And, um, you know, just, I just want other people to feel safe and trust that whoever I'm sharing or whatever company I'm sharing or putting on my website is one that um, I'm fully aware of. So I just think it's really important to have that transparency. Great. And then national organizations of family support for law enforcement? Yes. So um, National Police Wives Association is great. They do um, different things that just I can't do. They're a little bit more boots on the ground. And with my season of life, I can't be online. It's just easier for my season of life with little kids. Um, and then there's other organizations that um, under the Shield Foundation is absolutely wonderful. That's Susan Simmons and Lieutenant Dave Grossman is part of that as well. They have some other people on their team, but um, they are a nonprofit and it's for the officer, but it's also, or first responder, but it's also for the family. Um, they provide wonderful stress coaching is what it is. So it's not counseling, it's stress coaching and it's anonymous. Um, they call the number toll free. There's no, you know, they're not like mandated reporters or anything like that. So um, they give phenomenal um, support and services. Um, if people do need counseling, I do have a link on my website to, it's called the um, Life Giver Clinician Directory. And it's for a, um, a counselor that I know actually helped come up with this but they can go on and actually search for where they live and look for a clinician in their area that has experience with first responders. And so that's a really big help too, um, whether the officer needs it or just the spouse needs it, that's incredibly helpful because sometimes it's hard to talk to somebody that has no clue what you're going through. Um, so this way, these are people that do have experience um, if they're not right in your town or right in your city, um, but if they're in their state, because most counselors are, uh, or licensed professionals are within like licensed within the state. So if you find one just within your state, a lot of them offer like telehealth where you can talk just over the computer. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a good resource as well. Um, and you, again, we can, I can link to the resources tab. There's so many, it's hard to uh, list them all, but I can link the resources tab um, there so that you can put it in the show notes and people can go there to check out some more. Okay, for sure we will. And so, so we're wrapping up and what's next for you? I know you have a conference in April, 2021. Yes. So um, registration will start in March for the third annual police wave conference. That's in April and it's in April every single year um, towards the and this year for 2021 is April 19th through 23rd. And again, it's virtual. They just um, uh, register. And then there are um, two interviews that are dripped out every single day for five days so that it's just not overwhelming. 
There's lots of giveaways from absolutely amazing companies. And um, so anyone registered is eligible to win any of the of the giveaways. Like the first year we had um, a bulletproof vest given away from Angel Armor and they're just incredible. So um, that is coming up. And then I have a, a book coming out, like I mentioned, um, uh, late summer, early fall. And then, um, just, so, well, it, I can't share it just yet. So <laughs> it's a mystery. I, well, I will soon, but I have to get permission from my publisher. So we're, the book is done, but we're working on the cover. And then once the cover is finalized, then I'll be able to share the title, but it is a 90 day devotional for police wives. Awesome. So, um, so that'll be out soon and, um, in 2021 and, that's about it for now. The conference takes um, a lot, a lot of time to put together and organize. So it takes up the bulk of my time. But other than that, it's just, um, you know, blog posts and then helping the spouses on a daily basis with whatever they might need. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you're doing great work and needed work and you support law enforcement, first responders, public safety. Uh, the conference is called the third annual police wives conference. Yes. Yes. Okay. And we'll see you there in April. Yes. And we'll probably, we'll add the, um, the link in the, in the show notes as well. Okay. So, so people can find you at www.proudpolicewife.com. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's my website. Um, Instagram is proud P wife, but even if you search for proud police wife, it'll come up. And then um, uh, Facebook is Proud Police Wife as well. So that's um, easy to find. And then um, I am on TikTok and stuff, but that's just kind of for fun. And um, <laughs> that's just, and I share those on Instagram, but that's just kind of for, for fun to give police wives a little bit of a laugh and like relatable content because, you know, why not laugh at, at stuff instead of being down about it, right? Sure, for sure. Yeah, great resources on the webpage. You include a resource library, blog, privacy blocks, and and much, much more. Um, thank you for being on this show, Rebecca Lynn, a proud police wife and advocate. Uh, I appreciate the energy and the message that you bring and um, the upbeat attitude. Um, thanks for what you're doing. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You bet. And for our listeners, um, what do you think? Um, share this uh, podcast with your partners, uh, with your, your significant others. Um, take a look at uh, Rebecca Lynn, proud police wife. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, are you getting enough support? Uh, are these uh, types of support helpful? Let us know what you think. Send us an email at policingmatters at policeone.com policing matters at police one.com and we'll get right back to you. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Jim Dudley.